podcast at Ground Zero is presented to you by the Apocalypse. Because without the Apocalypse we wouldn't be doing this show. Friends of the Apocalypse, this is Podcast at Ground Zero, your home for the Apocalypse for episode 88, Awake. I am the Apocalypse Nerd, he is Adam Glancy. Welcome to the Apocalypse. Uh, good evening, folks. Good uh, morning, good afternoon, good day, wherever you're at. Good uh, <laughs> I gotta cover all the bases. Um, so, uh, tonight... Or today, I keep on saying tonight because it's night where I'm at and Scott's at or recording. It's not necessarily night when you're listening to this. So, um, <laughs> uh, we're gonna cover uh, apocalyptic or pre pre into the post apocalyptic movie uh, that is available on Netflix called Awake. Um, it is a, a sleep deprivation apocalypse. So. Uh, so Scott watched it, recommended it on a previous show. I watched it. So tonight has actually a good uh, kind of reviewish. I don't say we're really reviewing movies because I don't think we're really good at reviewing. We're just kind of good at talking about it and spoiling stuff. You know, we're great. We're great at spoiling movies. We we do that very well. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm okay with spoiling this because tonight uh, Scott and I have a difference of opinion. On this movie, Scott enjoyed it. I not so much. I okay. I didn't hate the movie by any means. I just I'm like I was just it's meh. It 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 didn't thrill me. You know. Dare you, heretic, disharmony. You are not of the body. I'm not. Andrew, I call upon Landrew. Ah yes. Sorry, sorry. We're going to have to throw you out of the shelter because you are, you'll have to leave the silo because you are disharmonious. Disharmonious. But uh, yeah, we actually have a, a difference of opinion on some uh, apocalypse. I can't exactly call it post-apocalypse. It's a, it's, uh, it's a pre into post. But uh, the good news is that it'll also get us into our other topic for tonight where we're going to discuss a little bit about, you well, know. Well, not on this episode. Oh, we're gonna save that for next one. Okay, we're we're, we're gonna it's gonna we're going to do as two separate episodes. Okay, excuse me for a following episode. Our following episode, a very special, episode. very tonight, a very special episode of Podcast at Ground Zero. Uh, see, now I'm gonna have to do that as the intro for the next show. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, on the subject of awake, um, I stumbled across this uh, partially because I had. Uh, well, I mean, I just, I always have a tendency to check through the streaming services and see if anybody has generated any low budget uh, apocalypse, post apocalypse films. And I just came across this on Netflix, having been released in 2021. And this is a very low budget film. Yes. Um, they, they definitely uh, have to, there's some, there's some 
you can see signs of the budget, you know, how they had to clip things. There aren't big crowd scenes. Uh, a lot of shots are tight, so they don't cover a big area because they just don't have the budget. Well, low budget isn't necessarily a bad thing because no, no. we are also fans of indie film. And, you know, uh, you know, both of between the both of us spending a couple of decades at the uh, HP Lovecraft Film Festival, we have seen plenty of no-budget films that are excellent. You know, because oh, yeah. as long as you've got a solid idea, it'll come. You oh, know? We'll forgive lack of budget, no professional actors, things like that. As long as somebody had a good idea and they kind of stuck with their guns. I love it when anyone, like, takes something that seems weird or off kilter and sticks with it because you know they they uh want to deliver something different new and original and awake is not an apocalypse that i had previously seen uh on on film uh, well that is well i thought there have been i thought there was another i thought there was another post post-apocalyptic film about the same subject there is a there is a post-apocalyptic book that i read called black moon oh is, it was a book i thought it was a movie okay yeah um there's that book black moon and uh you know i can remember an x-files episode where part of the plot was that after having brain surgery certain special force troops no longer needed to sleep so they they would never fall asleep on guard duty and they would always be able to go out and do another mission and that kind of stuff uh, and there was a whole plot around not sleeping there but it wasn't it didn't it, it bypassed all the toxic things that happen to the human body when you start to when you stop sleeping and one of the big things what's, and it's bad well let's back up a little bit yeah um, sure be, oh uh, i well i one thing i, I didn't want to say that when it came to their budget probably the most expensive thing that they spent their money on was getting uh uh jennifer jason lee Jennifer Jason Lee was one of the few named actors I recognize. Yeah. But I, the other the other people I would throw out there was Barry Pepper, who was the sniper from um Saving Private Ryan. Right. And sadly was the lead in Battlefield Earth. Right. Oof. You know, he was he got stuck in that winter. But Barry Pepper had a, a part in it. Uh Francis Fisher, who was uh uh, who's been in tons of stuff, including, I believe, Unforgiven. I think she was, I think Frances Fisher was the, 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 prost, the redheaded prostitute that organizes the other prostitutes to put together a, a reward to kill uh, the men who had attacked the one girl. Um, I recognized Gil Bellows, who played Dr. Katz, who was one of the other scientists they showed. And I certainly rec- recognized uh, the guy who was the uh, the other the assistant to Jennifer Jason Lee's character, that guy's name is, uh, let's see here, Finn Jones. And he was uh, one of the actors from, uh, uh, from uh, Game of Thrones. He okay. was, he was in Game of Thrones. He played uh, uh, a character who was, uh, uh, I can't remember which house or whatever, but he was, he stood out as playing one of the gay characters, one of the homosexual characters who was, uh, 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 you know, uh, ends up being put on trial at some point in the film, uh, in the series for that. But um, <clears throat> it's not, so it's not it's not star studded. It's you know, but which is fun, which is fine. I was yeah, just but they got that... some professionals. They had some professionals in there. People yeah. who had 
some 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 records, but yeah, it is she, not she, exactly. Was, she was she was the biggest name, I think, yeah. in the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, and she's, she's ran, the... and she's not really, you know, she had her day, but now, you know, but yeah, we don't see Jennifer Jason Lee has not been as big since the '90s, but when she when it was the '90s, she was huge. Yeah. So uh, the film is about uh, this. You know, we we started getting into that, but the film is about um, a sleep deprivation uh, apocalypse. It's, you know, an event happens and people are not able to sleep anymore for the most part. There is a few holdouts, like people who yeah. can sleep, but in general, people can't sleep. So that's the whole premise of, of the movie. And the and based on that, the apocalypse is going to be over within a few days. Um, because when they're talking about how long you can go without sleep, one of my favorite things about going without sleep is apparently it can cause your brain to swell. Mm-hmm. And when your brain starts to swell, it starts to impact the inside of your skull and cause brain damage and hallucinations and aberrant behavior. And my favorite part is that it can swell so much it'll herniate out the bottom of your skull. The 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 the, the connection between your spinal column and your brain, there's a place for your spinal cord to go through. Your brain will so, swell up so much it'll get pushed out that hole. And the part of the brain that gets pushed out that hole is the is the the bottom of the brain, the part that is in charge of autonomic functions like heart, lungs, things like that. Your lizard brain is down there. And, uh, yeah, uh, uh, having no sleep for days, like four days, will kill you dead. So it is a terrifying countdown clock because from the word go, I mean, people don't realize how fucked up it is for the first 24 hours. And then it's like, well, we've already lost a day. You know, now we have to get on top of this because we've already lost a day. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, um, there's definitely a clock running through the whole thing because it's like, your time is limited. It's like, well, how do we fix this in four days? Even if they knew from the, the beginning, how do you fix this in four fucking days? That's when, that's a when, challenge. That's, when everybody working on it is suffering from the same cognitive degradation as everybody else. I mean, your, your PhD doesn't mean shit, you know, after being up for three days. It just doesn't. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's a very scary prospect. And one of the things that's going on in the story is the main character, who's a security guard at a university, got a job there because Jennifer Jason Lee, who was uh, in the army studying uh, psychological aspects of sleep deprivation for interrogation, got her a job there because our main character, when she was in the army, was involved with interrogating prisoners. And she's a little... Still traumatized by that and does not want anything. Even though she took the job from Jennifer Jason Lee because she needed a job after the army, she doesn't trust Jennifer Jason Lee. And when Jennifer Jason Lee gets scooped up day one of the apocalypse and said, we need a sleep expert. We're taking you to a lab where you can do work in isolation surrounded by guards. She, our main character, uh, balks uh, at following Jennifer Jason Lee out there uh, the main character is uh, a girl named is an actress named Gina Rodriguez. Her character's name is Jill. She has two children, Matilda and Noah. And Matilda, uh, at the beginning of our sleep apocalypse, uh, she falls asleep after a traumatic event. There's a car crash where their car goes in the water, 
and uh, the girl gets pulled out of the out of the lake, and you well, know, no, 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 she doesn't go to. She does. We found out later that she wasn't. She wasn't knocked out. So, all right, I mean, how much do we want to spoil this fucking movie? Well, we want to we want to make sure that we know that uh, our main character's daughter is one of the people who can sleep. And uh, at that point, our main character has to decide: Do I chase down? You know, um, she's trying to think: Do I chase down this person I don't trust and see if they can use my daughter as a lab rat to solve the apocalypse? Or the other option she tries is: Can I teach my daughter everything she needs to know to survive before I fall over dead? Yeah, which is also fucked. That's, either either prospect is not good. No, it's super bad. Either way, it's super bad. But but we but we know from the inception, that, you know, um, well because the movie starts off, eh, we'll spoil it a little bit. You know, there's a massive uh, 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 there's like an EMP event. Yeah, they assume it's an EMP because everything gets fried. You know, like powers out, nothing works. Um, so they New assume, cars cars they assume it's like oh you know it's you know it's an attack it's a this it's a that you know because there's a a large emp effect but then they also see something which is ominous to the whole thing is uh their son thinks they're seeing shooting stars in the sky that's right it's not shooting stars not stars yeah it's it's all of our orbital satellites getting knocked out of the sky they're all all the satellites i mean there are thousands, I don't even know what the number is, but there is a very large amount of satellites orbiting the planet. So for a long part of the movie, you don't know what the problem is. Shit, this could be an alien attack where they've just cleared near-Earth orbit and have EMP'd all of our hardware and then have hit us with something that's going to make us all fall over dead in four days. That's what I think an alien invasion would look like. Yeah. They're not going to come down here in battle suits and punch us. They're just going to be up in orbit and just like use space raid and just, you know, problem solved. Oh yeah. So, I mean, so that's the problem, you know, it's like power's not working. Nothing's working. Um, except for, you know, we just like, cause well, we, we know, say we know the accident had, I knew from the beginning, the accident had something to do with why she can, what, why she could why she could sleep i knew yeah. there was something i didn't it didn't connect you know right away it's like there's something to do with that um besides a lot of the terrible acting because even though some of these people are, are at, known actors there's a lot of bad acting in this film like that's true like the mother the mother the main uh you know uh what's her name the uh the security uh, guard rodriguez yeah rodriguez she's not i'm sorry she's not a good actor <laughs> She's not a good actor, you know. This this son, you know, he was stop it, mom. He was terrible too. Yeah, you know? he's a little. He's whiny in a situation where uh, we should be past whiny. We should be past being exasperated with mom. <laughs> you know, yeah. that sort of a little too much of the standard teenage, you know, you know, angst or whatever, which just didn't seem applicable to the current situation. Yeah, there was. I mean, I mean, again, acting is not always necessarily a bad problem, but bad acting like that tends to pull me out of the, uh, you know, the fantasy a bit, you know, because it's just like, yeah. it's like, okay, I'm just, I'm just not buying any of this, you know, because they're trying to be, you know, they're trying to be a, a, you know, a better film, but it's just like, ugh, it's like, 
not a lot of good acting. So, uh, so yeah, so there's some kind of event. You know, then we see something interesting. Um, again, yeah, we're just, guys, I'm just spoiling this whole fucking movie. I don't care. It's like, I really just don't like it. Um, so he's, he's happy to spoil it because he was unhappy with the scenario. Yeah, right. I know. I'm being a dick. I'm sorry. But, uh, you know, when the military pulls up in, uh, you know, Willie's Jeeps, you knew something, you know. Well, that was a good call, too. I didn't, the first time I saw the, the old World War II Jeep show up, my first thought was, like, what the fuck? Well, budget? man, their, their budget is really fucked up. They couldn't even get Hummers. And then it's like, no, the whole point is the older the vehicle, the more resistant, the easier it is to repair from the running again. Event. Yeah. So the, when the Army's driving around their open-top World War II Jeeps, I was like, oh, 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 oh. Okay, that now was, I'm happy. Now I'm a happy. It was smart. I, I did. I did like that. It was good. And then you see some other people, you know, who knew about cars, you know, working on old cars, you know, like trying to get them up and running because they're like, was the battery in it? You know, you know, because if the battery wasn't in it, then it didn't get fried, and they, they you know, some people got some older cars started, you know, because again, less electronics to get fried, and even what little was there, you could, you know, easily replace a few things, you know, as long as it wasn't, you know totally uh fucked up you know just replace the battery you know maybe some spark plug wires spark you know whatever you could replace you know there's not a lot of electronics you know in those so that's why you could get them running up again you know hopefully yeah yeah and um so you know it, it had a, it has a number of, of, of fairly smart writing tricks in it uh, one of the things i also liked was the uh there's a bit where um you know there's a they see a couple of guys chase off in a vehicle after they see an army vehicle go by you know and uh you know like oh we got to take their stuff they probably have supplies and they chase off after the army vehicle they don't show what happens but i really like that you roll up on that vehicle later and it's just swiss cheese you know and there's there's shell casings everywhere everywhere yeah that the 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 guys in the jeep are jumpy as fuck and just erase these guys who are coming to come to try and take their their gear and their jeep. And I was just like, okay, we're going to have to approach the army guys real careful, like, or they're just going to they're just going to turn us into a colander. Um, I liked that little demonstration of how how on the edge everything was, how fragile and frantic everything was. Yeah, there's just a finality to everything now because it's just like we're not, you know, there's like we have a limited the top the clock is ticking we're not playing at all yeah yeah it uh now you know the 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 so-called lab that they get to looked like they had uh, looked like they got like a a literally just sort of a modern house in the woods to film it in you know yeah, what i mean just some kind of like out of the way place looked like a like maybe they'd rented a cab a, a, an extensive cabin or lodge in the, in the woods that they wheeled in some medical equipment for because it it looks like a almost like a a resort cabin rather than a government lab. But again, that's, that's the kind of thing they were dealing with, with their budget. But um, yeah, once you finally, once they find, they, they go through a number of adventures, they, they end up coming across escaped prisoners and uh, other dodgy crashed airplane, crashed airplanes, other dodgy shit. There's that one roadblock they get to where everyone's just, you know, wander around naked, covered in blood with guns on them and shit. I mean, wasn't there, there was something like that. Those one, those are, you're, combi- you're combining the two. There's one scene where it says there must be 30 people just butt ass naked. And it's not the kind of people you want to see butt ass naked. 
really uh, is. Or maybe, or maybe you do. Uh, no judgment. No judgment for you anybody. You may be a granny rammer. We don't. We're not going to judge. We're no not going to judge. We're not going to judge you in public. Um, <laughs> but it's like they're just all standing in the road watching the sunrise, you know, yeah. or set. I don't remember what time. I, don't, I think it was maybe sunset. They're just watching it, and they're just driving through that, and they're all just looking at him. It's like that's like that's odd. Um, yeah. Then there's yeah, the are- ambush. Like where everybody says weapons and blood, and they got people hanging because they're just like yeah, they, yeah. They, they had people like hanging on the side of the road, like like deer that were being you know like a like a deer carcass or something. Yeah, it was well it because was, because even if they you know traditionally they would have been unconscious from the wounds and the treatment, but you can't go unconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes that makes wounding and damage and so much more horrible because normally your body would shut its ass down so you wouldn't have to deal with it um oh and and the other interesting thing was the um like right at the beginning the long-term uh treatment rooms where people were in comas they all woke up oh yeah when she gets to the hospital and all the coma patients are awake all the people who've been you know down for years boop they're awake you know, if they got any brain to wake up with, they're awake. Even if their muscles have atrophied, they're awake. Uh, there's also a bit where, you know, some religious folks get a little religious about, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, they girl. got a lot religious there. You know? yeah. They got super duper religious. Didn't want the didn't want their radio to God to be taken away from them when it comes to the little girls. That that gets to be a sticky wicket, too. But um, uh, uh Generally speaking, you know, I thought they did a pretty good job with their four-day countdown to the apocalypse. There is a, uh, there is a uh, pretty good climax to the end of it. I thought um, where they've been, they do get to the lab, and they do get in to try and you know see if they can you know uh, take any kind of crack at at solving this thing at the last minute. But by the time they're there, the the staff is all. They're losing their minds too. They're all all the medical staff are taking these drugs. That yeah, are... these yeah these drugs to keep them to reduce the you know to extend their you know life essentially. But there's a they're like you know but there's a lot of neurological like a lot of them their hands are like quivering Shake. and it's, they can't keep still because it has neurological damage. But it's keeping them awake. You know, like I said, it's God. I don't, I don't want to give away the well. Uh, I know we don't want to give away the ending, but we will say that uh, the uh, they do have sort of an explanation for why this kid sticks out and why the other person who's at the lab I... is 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 not uh, is 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 uh, is able to sleep. It's not the greatest explanation. It's a bit weak. Yeah, it's it's not a great explanation in my opinion um, at all. I was not a fan of it, uh, but they have an explanation. Well, um, the the event that happened. Okay, I could see that there was a hmm, which did uh, 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 to everything, and that makes that all makes sense because inside they, inside their explanation of what the event is, which is kept a mystery until the very end. Yeah, once you get to the government people, they're able to say, "Well, we this had is what water. happened." Yeah, we can well, tell you what what, what caused it, and and you can kind of figure out if you you know if you're a student of the apocalypse and all this stuff, you can see why all of a sudden there'd be a global shutdown. Um, yeah. So that happens, but then, you know, that also causes the problem with sleep. And it's like, 
uh, okay, 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 I guess I could, I could see it scrambling, whatever. They, they have an explanation. Whether it is physiologically possible for that explanation to be a thing, I don't know. And whether the cure is physiologically possible, that, I also don't know. It just seems like it's a little bit magical. It's a little bit, you It's know, a little bit too magical. Okay. What caused it to, to happen, the, the event that happened, and what it did... I could see that being a little more plausible. Okay, you know what? I could kind of see that it would mess with some stuff. Maybe it wouldn't work in the way that it happened, but I could see that it could maybe do do something like that. Okay, I'll give them that. But then the cure, you know? Yeah. You know, it's it, the cure is basically, you know, call your IT department, and what's the response they give you? That was the cure, okay? <laughs> it is, in fact, the standard IT department answer. Yeah. First question they ask. The first, first question, question they ask. First question they're going to ask you was the cure. And it's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that that didn't quite work for me. I agree. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I was just happy to see this particular form of creepy. It's because I find the whole sleep deprivation thing super creepy. Um, when I think back to, you know, staying up for 37 hours in college to get work done or to study or do anything like that. Uh, and I can remember, I think the longest I ever stayed up was like 40 some odd hours, not 48. And I, I literally couldn't do anything except be awake. I mean, I couldn't actually write or read or, or accomplish any tasks. The only thing I could do was like, just sort of be awake. Like, you know, thinking that I could get more accomplished, but I couldn't accomplish anything. Uh, Seeing that these people have been up for 72 hours, I'm just like, I can't even imagine. Um, my old roommate used to say that when he was at Fort Riley, Kansas, for OCS, they kept him up for 50 hours. Oof. And he said he started to see shit. He started to see genuine hallucinations of more than just blobs or or, or weird things on the sides of the vision. He, he says he saw people who were not there. Now, literally saw people who are not there uh, and, and having been up that late. So, yeah, yeah, it, the, it's the, a little it reminds me also a little bit of the there's also, of course, sort of the crazy apocalypse, which we've gotten with the crazies, both the original and the remake. And there is a novel called Among Mad Men, where the the disease in the story, you know, literally causes brain damage that. That, that that results in behaviors that seem psychotic and delusional, you know, as part of the story. Um, but th- this story kind of definitely dipped into the kind of uh, the insane apocalypse where like, you know, you can't trust yourself. You, you, you become an unreliable narrator in your own life because you can't trust it. Dude, when you, you see you, what you hear. You can't trust your, the input you're receiving because you don't yeah. know, you know, which then okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tie this into Dark Star. So please do. Uh, <laughs> how do you know that the order? <laughs> I, I don't remember the whole bit, but it's like you know you have to teach the bomb about phenomenology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. But you don't want to do that on on false on you know bad information. It's like it does you know. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> hello, hello, bomb. Hello. <laughs> but um, I, I think my favorite line from that was uh, was definitely 
the way the bomb cheerfully answered to explode, of course, you know, <laughs> to explode, of course. I can't wait. With, um, with, with the, I mean, I know that was a, it was a John Carpenter student film. Um, if you yeah. haven't seen Dark Star, run out and watch it. It's speaking of low budget glory, you know, you'll it's, get to see, you'll get to see, uh, 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 I want to say Dan O'Bannon. You get to see the writer of yep. the movie Alien. Yep. Fighting a, a alien beach ball. Wow. Yeah, that's the that's the only part. It's like if we didn't have the beach ball part, I think it would have been a fantastic. You know, it's a good movie, but it would have been even better. But yeah, that movie is just that movie's fantastic. And you know what? I I, I you, know, you didn't like the giant beach ball in in Dark Star because it's like a dress rehearsal for Alien. I know it was just, uh, you know <laughs> it was it, it, it could have done without it, but um, I don't I like the. I don't particularly like country music, but oh dear! But the beginning, so the the intro and outro song, Benson, Arizona. That's a great fucking song because it's oh, yeah. about it's about relativity and time to, and space travel. It's so yeah. it's it's a catchy song. Yep, yeah, uh, I agree. It, 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 if you're going to have and besides, that was made back at a time when country music was all about how the man is sticking it to you and how you're too poor to you know you're too poor to buy a new truck and. Your wife's just left you. You know, the country message music back then was all misery and strifes, and, and which is what space travel, yeah. I suspect, is going to be as a lot of misery and strife. And <laughs> all right, you know, but, when, they're, uh, when, when they're arguing about how many shares they're going to get in aliens, let's talk about the share situation. Yeah, that sounds like a country western situation to me. Oh yeah, but so, yeah, um, so, we'll, so we'll circle back. But anyway, that was my dark star reference. Dark star, uh, yeah. That was my dark star reference. Uh, God, what 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 caused that? Um, so what caused that was the idea of being an, uh, an unreliable narrator. Oh, no, story. a narrator story. Yeah. So, yeah, it's you know, I mean, and when everything went pear shaped there, I mean, that was amusing. Um, you know, well, the final the final meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. Final meltdown was was really good. I thought that, you know that was that was amusing. Uh, and what caused it? You know, again, unreliable information. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, but no, I was also going to say because you said you've been up the most I've ever been up. Like I don't think I've been up for more than I've done a little more than twenty four hours. I may have done twenty. You know, maybe when I went to Europe, uh, you know, many moons ago. I you know because of the time shift. You know that was, but uh, but if I was in the same locale uh traveling aside but like in the same locale the best i've ever done was you know i might have done like a 26 28 hour mm-hmm. that was about it and that was um on a friday night to saturday uh, uh because you know we tried to do an all-nighter D. Mm. um this was, this was back this was back in like you know probably high school or maybe or in college it sounds like the kind of thing where you start off the beginning of the game playing chaotic good and by the time you're done you're just playing chaotic chaotic because your brain's melting oh yeah i mean i you know whatever i'd had during the day and we started playing you know we might have started playing like eight o'clock but you know we're, our, our goal is like we're gonna play till the sun comes up we made it to a, probably about four in the morning like maybe three to four like we just like but we just stayed at my buddy's house because we were committed to staying up, and it was like four, and like we're like, well, McDonald's opens up in a little while because back then there wasn't twenty four hours, you know. So um, they opened at like uh, they opened at a quarter to seven, uh, at least the one by my house where I worked at the time, and you know my friend. 
So we might have made it to like four or five. It was it wasn't a long. We made probably made it to four or five in the morning, and then we're like, okay, we just can't do this anymore. And we're like, okay, well, it's like, well, we're gonna, you know, like our goal was to get originally was to get breakfast. Like, so we're gonna go get breakfast. So we stayed up and just kind of uh, laid around for an hour and a half. Then we went to McDonald's, like, with the doors open, and they're like, what are you guys doing here? We're like, oh, we just played D&D all night. And they're like, fucking nerds. You know, we had Egg McMuffins. <laughs> and we had Egg That's the right Mc- answer. That is the right response. We had, we had Egg McMuffins, and then we all went our separate ways, and we all went to sleep. And like, okay, well, we'll see you tonight. So, and then we played D&D again that night, you know, you know, you know, but not an all-nighter, but we probably played for another good five, six hours, you know, so. Um, but, yeah, so... Um, I was just adding that to my uh, staying up late thing, and of course, it, and of course, it's related to gaming. Of course, of course, um, of course. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I like I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I don't want to burn copies of the movie. I just didn't think it was it was it just it's, overall it's, it's, it wasn't it's that. It's going to be up to you, kids. You guys are going to have to run out and hopefully see it on Netflix yourselves and give us a thumbs up or thumbs down on Awake because uh, uh, we definitely have a difference of opinion here, but. Uh, I'm also curious to know whether you want to see more sleep apocalypses, or is there is there another way you'd like to see this this kind of an apocalypse done? Uh, you know, because uh, it, I, just, I just think they need to come up with a better way of. Well, you know what? No matter okay, no matter how it happens or how they circumvent it, mm-hmm. um, you know, or cure it or whatever, you know, there's still it's still going to be a limited time frame. It's not like Oh, the nukes fell, and now we're gonna, you know, live in the, you know, now we're gonna live in the ruins and and eat rats and you know, mutated water, you know, whatever. It's not like that. It's like okay, the clock in, in that kind of apocalypse, your, your, your the skull, clock is ticking. Your skull is gonna shit your brain down your spinal column in four days. That is that is where you're at. That is the that is the time limit. It is an extinction level event. And there's that charming bit where they show the the chimpanzee. Which has failed the same way because, oops, they share ninety nine percent of our DNA. Yeah. So they're they're screwed too. We're about to run out. They they've had it as well. Yeah. Well, but that's the interesting thing. It was primates, and we're primates. It affected primates, but not any other animal. Yeah. yeah. Why did that it not affect? Thing. Why, if whatever the reason for it happening, why is it just primate brains and not all brains? That's why I thought it was targeted. When it first started, I was like, this is the, this is somebody moving into the new planet that decided to bug bomb Earth yeah. to get rid of the humans. It is not. There are no aliens in the story. We will spoil that much for you. Yeah, we thought, we thought somebody called the, uh, you know, the Space Orkin Army to come in and, uh, you know, because uh, they're number one against pests. So <laughs> we, we are nothing if not an effective pest. Yes. You know the, the this this crew included, uh, yeah, especially. <laughs> so, anyways, so, uh, it's up to you guys. You're going to have to take a look at awake yourselves and see where you come down on it. Yep, that's all we can say. You know, we spoiled a lot of it, but uh, but you're not going to be heartbroken uh, by it. Um, it's you know we we still kept, we we held back a couple a couple of key things. So, um, but it said if it's you know what if you're and it, it, you know what it wasn't a huge time sink either. It was what, maybe an hour forty-five, uh, hour and a half. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like hour thirty-nine. It wasn't much. In fact, let me just pop that up here. Uh, oh, okay, good. I closed that window down. Perfect. That's excellent. So, um, 
Yeah, running time on Awake is one hour and thirty six minutes. All right. Yeah. So it's not it's not a terrible time investment if 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 you're curious and you really have nothing else to watch, which I find hard to believe. But if you but if you just want to see what the hell are those guys talking about, you got an hour and a half of your time. You know. Yep. Yep. Uh, certainly the, uh, certainly it's, it's not like we're telling you, look, I know it's seven seasons, but it really gets good in season five. You just got to wait until season five. And yeah, it's gotta, really excellent. You got to slog through, uh, you know, three weeks worth of continual watching to it gets good. You know, I, uh, I, I, I've, I've been told that and it always, it, that is always a red flag. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, nothing. that's the number one sign of, um, no, no, no. So, uh, speaking of TV, it's like, um, we hope to soon, uh, give you our, uh, take on, uh, Black Summer 2. Um, I have watched it. Scott has not had the opportunity yet. Uh, he's got some stuff going on, but as soon as he gets that, we are also going to cover Black Summer 2 because we covered Black Summer 1 and we really liked Black Summer 1 and I really liked Black Summer 2, so. All right. I'll get on it, I promise, after I stumble back in from the wilderness. We're doing some survival exercises this weekend. Yeah, not a good weekend to do it. Not um, a good weekend to do this. Uh, definitely not. So, all right. So that's uh, that's going to be it for uh, a week. Uh, so again, uh, your mileage may vary. Uh, so again, uh, check it out. Uh, uh, next show, uh, if you if you guys are listening, and then you'll you know listen to episode eighty eight, uh, then episode eighty nine, which we're going to be recording uh, soon as well. Um, we are going to talk about. We've talked about this before. Uh, we've touched on it, and it hit me. It's like you know what we need to talk about it some more. Is basically making the well, making the apocalypse, or what? Or def- I'm sorry, not making defining the apocalypse. We've talked about it in many ways, shape, or form. Of like you know, is it too far after? Is it not? Is it a micro? Is it a macro? We've kind of talked about it in various snippets. We're going to dedicate a whole show to talking about defining the apocalypse as we see it. You know, again, mm-hmm. your mileage may vary, but this is, you know, from our experience from watching movies and reading books and reading books and watching TV shows and watching movies, playing games, you know. Comic you know, books. And comic books and just, you know, you name it, we've read a lot of it. So or we've exposed ourselves a lot of it. So this is going to be our take on defining the apocalypse. You know, this probably would have been a good opportunity to try to wrangle somebody else in. But you know what? Um, I've kind of like just having the two of us. I think it's an easier conversation. Uh, we, we probably could have had another opinion on that, but you know, you know what, whatever, you know? Yeah. We'll just wrangle this one ourselves. It's oh, yeah. easier. It, it's again, hurting cats. It's always hurting tough cats. hurting cats, hurting cats, you know, program management. <laughs> All right. All right. Fellow mutants. Uh, we will catch you next time. Yep. So that's again, that is a, uh, that is it for us folks. And as always, uh, thank you for listening. Um, and if you want to keep apprised of what's going on, because I uh, I don't post too often, but you know, subscribe to the blog. Uh, that's the best place, or on Facebook, because the uh, the blog uh, posts to Facebook as well and Twitter. Um, don't go to YouTube anymore because I haven't dedicated any time uh, putting these audios into a video because. I've kind of given up on that. So uh, hopefully if you're a, we're a YouTube watcher uh, that you'll just join the podcast crowd because uh, that's kind of how we're just doing it now. And mm-hmm. and as always, you know, if uh, again, if you like what we do, uh, you know, 
Just a just a couple of cups of coffee on the Kofi. Oh, that's a cup of coffee. Cup of coffee. You know, Kofi link uh, on the main page of the blog podcast at groundzero.com. So, all right, folks. Again, thank you for uh, spending your time with us. Uh, we appreciate it, and we will see you in the wastelands. If you enjoy the content we produce, please consider supporting us with a cup of coffee. Go to ko-fi.com slash p-c-a-g-z for more details. Keep up to date with us by visiting podcast at groundzero.com and subscribe to the blog via email.